This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. In this Real Estate News Brief for the week ending January 13th of 2024, what the latest two inflation reports are telling us about the months ahead, why the U.S. Supreme Court is debating a California builder's fee, and how a new apartment surge is impacting investors. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. We begin with economic news from this past week, with two reports on inflation. The Consumer Price Index was released for December, showing a 0.3% increase. That's the biggest gain in three months for the CPI, and exactly what economists had predicted. It brings the annual rate up from 3.1% in November to 3.4%. As for the core rate, which excludes food and fuel, that also rose 0.3%, but the annual rate dropped from 4 to 3.9%. As MarketWatch reports, the CPI was a little hotter in December, but economists don't think it will have a significant impact on the Fed's outlook. Central bank officials expect that inflation will slow to less than 2.5% this year and hit their 2% target next year. Two of the major reasons for the CPI increase were higher prices for energy and housing. While the CPI ended the year at 3.4%, shelter costs are up around 6.2%. The Producer Price Index, or PPI, also came out and supports the idea that inflation is heading lower. It shows that wholesale prices were down 0.1% in December, for an annual reading of just 1%. The core rate was up 0.2% for an annual rate of 2.5%. The PPI is a leading indicator and gives us an idea about where consumer prices are going. Economists feel this latest report erases any minor worries about the slight increase reported for the CPI. As Mortgage News Daily put it, the PPI succeeded where the CPI failed. Whether or not this will help convince the Fed to cut rates in March and not just leave them alone remains to be seen. The job market continues to show strength. The weekly jobless report shows that initial claims dropped to their lowest level since mid-October. Those jobless claims were down 1,000 from the week before to a total of 202,000. The number of people with continuing claims also fell. That was down 17,000 to a total of 1.8 million. Mortgage rates continue to move sideways. The 30-year fixed-rate mortgage was up 4 basis points to 6.6%. The 15-year was down 2 points to 5.8. Mortgage demand has been moving higher with rates under 7%, and those lower rates have brought more buyers back into the market. According to the Mortgage Bankers Association, applications jumped almost 10% for the start of the new year. And in other news-making headlines, the U.S. now has more empty office space than ever before. Data from Moody's Analytics shows that 19.6% of office space in the major metros are vacant. That's up from 18.8% in December of 2022 and breaks previous records of 19.3% that were set in 1986 and 1991. The Wall Street Journal reports that remote work isn't the only reason for these vacancies. It blames a glut of office space in the 1980s thanks to low-cost loans. The places that were hit the hardest previously are among those being hit the hardest again now. Those cities include Houston, Dallas, Austin, San Antonio, Palm Beach, and Fort Lauderdale. At the end of 2022, 1.6% of office CMBS loans were delinquent. At the end of last year, delinquencies were at 6%, according to finance and real estate data firm TREP. Analysts say we might see delinquencies rise higher if the Fed does not cut interest rates in the near future. 
The Supreme Court is deliberating a case out of California that challenges an impact fee on developers to pay for local roads and bridges. 72-year-old retired builder George Sheets sued El Dorado County for a $23,420 building fee. He accused the county of an inaccurate assessment of the impact his project would have on local infrastructure. He told the Mountain Democrat, I feel like I got overcharged. It's ridiculous. The county has defended the fee. Prop 13, which limits property taxes, is one of the reasons California counties impose impact fees, because they aren't getting enough money from property taxes to pay for infrastructure improvements. The issue now is whether the impact fees are fairly assessed and justified. The Real Deal reports that the High Court's decision could lead to the need for more thorough analysis of the actual impact by cities and districts. According to Cal Matters, the outcome remains uncertain, but the case underscores the need for a balance between infrastructure funding and preventing excessive financial burdens on property developers. Well, the nation's apartment supply is set to surge again in 2024. As RealPage reports, 2023 apartment housing hit its highest level since 1987, with more than 439,000 new units. This year, another 671,953 units are expected to be completed. That will give renters more options and put pressure on rent growth for apartments. Most of the growth is happening in the Sunbelt cities like Nashville, Austin, and Dallas. RealPage's chief economist, Jay Parsons, doesn't expect this surge to continue next year, though. He says that will substantially improve the outlook for apartment investors. Well, that's it for today. You can read more about the stories in this episode by following links in the show notes at newsforinvestors.com. I'm Kathy Fetke. Thanks so much for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to newsforinvestors.com.